Maurice and I would like to take a little time to thank Robert Rogers and all the folks at Parks Motor Sales for sponsoring the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast. When you need special treatment during your next new or pre-owned vehicle purchase, visit Parks Motor Sales at 919 Nashville Highway in Columbia or visit them online at parksmotorsales.com. Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yao. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Coming to you from the Lee Company Studio here, five minutes past the top of the hour. Happy to have you along with us in the front porch sports headquarters of WKOM 1017 FM on Facebook Live. Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Facebook page and on Twitter at SM underscore TN Sports. So glad you could be with us this morning. And Mo, it's uh it was an early morning for me. I had to get up and get ready because we have an afternoon appointment to get our pitchers. Gotta get our pitcher took. Never tell you I told you about that. The the I had a boss at a paper that she said she called pictures pitchers. Pitchers. And she wanted more pictures in the paper. So I made an entire page on the back page of pictures of pitchers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I called it a pitcher page. I don't think she got it. But it was worth it for me. So anyway. <laughs> Early morning because I had a late night last night as I was at the Nashville Sounds Charlotte night's game and let's talk about that what do you say let's bring it on the parks motor sales hotline nashville sounds voice play-by-play man jeff him jeff welcome in appreciate you joining us again good morning guys good to be with you again this week yeah it's uh you know like i said on the on the phone it's uh it was a late night for us uh 710 or 705 first pitch means 10 20 or so uh getting out of there because a walk-off win takes a little time and they made it worth your while to uh stick it out to the end right i mean if it's going to be a lengthy game at least end it uh in that fashion the way they did two different rallies from uh, a walk-off and it didn't go to extras so uh yeah it was a it was a battle, but uh, it ended with uh, some excitement, and they it made it worth it. You and I were just chatting. It was like nine thousand plus last night, and a good good amount of that uh, hung around till the very end. So they were rewarded for that. Yeah, got their, got their money's worth. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. that's right. <laughs> On Throwback Thursday for sure. Oh, yeah, it's always good to get. How does that work? When does when do libations get cut off on Throwback Thursdays? I want to say it's the seventh inning, I yeah. believe, is uh, seventh inning, or I, now I'm putting me on the spot, now I'm second guessing myself. It might be or seven innings or a certain time on the clock, whichever comes first. I can't recall now. Um, I don't have that problem since I'm staying clean in the booth during the game. There but, you go. <laughs> uh, there was plenty of people at the band box didn't even know what, uh, when last call is, that's for sure. Don't. Don't tell me I saw you in the Brower Lounge last night. <laughs> no, I, 
it was, you know, last night was kind of what, uh, kind of unusual because we were really excited. Obviously, Ethan Small getting his first start uh, for the AAA club went two and two thirds through thirty five pitches in that third inning, and uh, did that he didn't get to finish. Just a tough night for him. He, he walked five, but as you tweeted, it it did feel like he got squeezed a little early. Yeah, I felt that way. I, you know, and and I, it's always easy to say that when a guy has some walks and say, "Well, they were close," you know, because all these guys are around the zone a lot. Uh, very times that somebody just all over the place for for either team. You don't get to AAA by being by being that wild. So it's always easy to say that, but. I really did feel that way, especially in the first inning. And I always judge it by uh, the pitcher's reaction. And, of course, they want every pitch. But both teams and multiple pitchers last night were reacting that way. And as the game went on, uh, I I felt sort of – I almost felt more strongly that Ethan was getting a little bit squeezed because it was happening for Charlotte's pitcher, Mike Wright as well, and then a couple of the relievers were doing – we're doing double takes, uh, so I'm, and I'm not putting it all on the umpiring crew, but I, I did feel like Ethan's final line was a little bit misleading because uh, he, he had those couple of walks in the first inning, and they had one in the second, and then and, and then he got interrupted in the third, but it, it threw 35 pitches in that inning, and uh, I think it was Sebi Zavala was the last hitter he saw, a White Sox catching prospect, and he battled him, fouled off some pitches, so it became clearer as that at that went on that if he didn't get him, that was going to be it. He was either going to end the inning and get a chance to come out for the fourth, or, or that would be it. And he uh, he didn't get him, and he was the third five pitches in that one inning, and I, I talk about this all the time on the air. At AAA especially, prospect or not, 30 is sort of that magic number unofficially that if a guy – is flirting with that total in any one inning. You're you're almost always see the bullpen working. That's just a that's a heavy inning, regardless of weather conditions or prospect status. That's a heavy inning, and most teams don't want guys getting that number, or they don't want to go far beyond it. Uh, and and that became the case for Ethan. So, you know, who knows? I'm could have been some nerves there. I know he had a a big contingent on hand. We'll never know exactly how to quantify that, but certainly could have been heard of the the command issues but i certainly felt like for for a five walk game uh it it didn't feel like a five walk game uh because at, at certain points you, you saw the great talent that he has i mean the first inning he walked the first two batters on a total of 11 pitches and then got the next three guys on a total of four pitches so it was a 15 pitch inning that included two walks which is really strange so he you know, he tried to settle in, and he, he was fun to watch. He's going to be fun to watch, and uh, I, I would imagine his second outing will go uh, quite a bit differently than last night did. Well, his his first outing in Birmingham was almost identical. Uh, I think he went three innings through 70 pitches in, in that first outing in Double A Birmingham. So maybe he just needs to take some time to get acclimated to his surroundings, Jeff. It could, yeah, it could be. And, you know, AAA, AAA is different, you know, too. I mean, these hitters do spoil more pitches. They, they, you've got to be that much tighter. You know, it just it incrementally happens that way. That's why there's still a jump from AAA to the big leagues. And there's a jump from Double A to AAA. The hitters just have a little bit more seasoning. Many of them at AAA have been in the big leagues, so they're not going to go after the same number of pitches 
that that double A guys might go to, and double A is the same way relative to the high A level. So, uh, you know, a little bit of adjustment there, I, I'm sure. And you're right about the walk totals at Biloxi. And uh, Jim Henderson, our pitching coach, was most pregame show guest yesterday. And I asked him about what he liked about Ethan's numbers at double A. And he brought up the walk total. He said early in the year, as Jim was monitoring what was happening down there, the walk totals and the strikeout totals were uh, were consistent. And in some cases for the walks, a little bit elevated. And he said in his last few outings, if you look at the walks, they went down. He only walked four in his final three outings down at Biloxi. But the strikeout numbers didn't change. And in a couple of outings, they, they even rose a little bit. And that's really what felt, I think, made, made the Brewers feel comfortable that Ethan could get moved up, uh, was that the walk totals were, were being controlled a little bit. The strikeout numbers weren't changing, even though the walk totals were going down, and they felt he could handle AAA. So I, I would like to think that last night with that five-walk total, and again, with a little bit of perhaps a, a shrinking zone at times or a smaller zone, um, you know, that, that'll last night will turn out to be even more of an, an aberration than anything we're going to see consistently. Uh, sorry, I lost my train of thought there. Um, we're on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with Jeff Hem, the sounds play by play voice. And Jeff, one of the things that kind of um, caught me by surprise as I was looking over some of the recaps from earlier this week against Charlotte. Tim Beckham is on the infield for the Knights. That was a guy who was a high draft pick by the White Sox sometime back, and I guess I just kind of lost track of him, didn't realize he was down there. What have you seen out of him this week? Obviously, the White Sox are really rolling, and no place with the big club for him, especially with Tim Anderson at shortstop. But, you know, what, what are you seeing out of him? Yeah, Beckham is, in fact, the reigning uh, player of the week in the AAA East. They, they, Durham, uh, Durham, uh, Charlotte had Jacksonville at home last week, and one, they had one game rained out, so their six-game series became five. And Beckham hit six homers last week and batted something crazy around like 500 or so. Just had a monster series. And you can see the raw ability. I mean, he was a, he was a first-round pick, I believe, with Tampa years ago uh, and before coming to the White Sox. And you can see the first-round raw ability there. I mean, Charlotte's had several guys who've had a big series so far. They've got a few guys who, who are locked in at the plate right now. Jake Berger, Gavin Sheets, Matt Reynolds. The, the top of their order has really had a lot of traffic in this series so far. It's a little bit different than what we saw from their offense a few weeks ago in Charlotte. Um, but yeah, Beckham Beckham's having a nice year and he's been really hot lately. And you're right. It's interesting. I mean, that's a tough lineup to crack in Chicago. Charlotte still has sent a few guys up there because the White Sox have had injury problems. Outfielder Brian Goodwin went up recently. They've got Adam Engel on the injured list up there. Nick Madrigal's out for the season. So uh, a guy named Luis Gonzalez went up the other day from Charlotte. So they've been sending guys up, but it, you, you brought it up. I mean, it, it depends on what position has the need. And as of right now, Beckham has remained at, at Charlotte, but, um, We've seen we've seen the depth of the White Sox farm system in these two series with Charlotte, whether it's a homegrown guy or a free agent type like a Brian Goodwin that they brought in, um, and and increasing that depth because the White Sox have had a lot of injury needs and, and reasons to bring guys up from Charlotte. And I've been impressed with with Beckham. Um, he he had a little hiccup defensively last night in the bottom of the ninth, and that's what mm-hmm. got Tim Lopes on base. 
and led to the the winning run. So, uh, you know, uh, we've seen both sides of Beckham's game a little bit in that respect. But offensively, uh, there's nothing to, uh, you know, to to, uh, to look past. He's, he's been impressive of, of late for them. The Sounds 8-7 walk-off win last night gives them a 2-1 lead in the six-game series after Charlotte won 13-6 on Wednesday. Um, tonight's game, a 7-0-5 start. And there's fireworks tonight. Um, 7.05 tomorrow and a 6.15 start on Sunday. 6.15, which, baby. There, uh, there we go. That's um, that's a little bit of a departure. You usually go 2.05 on Sundays, do you not, Jeff? This is, yeah, this is. Don't know. Hello? We lost we lost Jeff momentarily. Yep, we lost him completely. Um, Yeah, that is unusual. I, you know, it's funny, though. Because uh, he said Tim Lopes and Chip Walters, of course, mentioned Davy Lopes. And of course, is is he kin to Davy? I don't know. I don't know. But what I do know is that while he may or may not be kin to Davy Lopes, mm-hmm. he is kin to Christian Lopes, who ironically played in Nashville two years ago as part of the Texas organization. <laughs> so yes. that was kind of funny. So so he had a little bit of a scouting report on Nashville then, I guess, as he was coming in. He did. Well, we've got um, Jeff Hamm, the Nashville Sounds play-by-play announcer, back on the line. Um, Jeff, we were just saying um, fireworks tonight. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. The the, uh, the phone gods didn't like something I said, <laughs> I guess. I didn't touch a thing, but we got cut off there. Yeah, we, we've got fireworks tonight, and – uh, you brought up the Sunday game, and this is usually time in the calendar where we go from Sunday day games to Sunday night games just in an effort to to beat the heat a little bit. And uh, so, yeah, we want to remind folks that uh, if they're thinking about Sunday, it is a 6.15 start, not the 2.05. And, and we're done with home day games now the rest of the way, all, all night games with this, with the Sunday switch starting this weekend. But the weather's been great. We had a good crowd last night. I'm sure we'll have big ones over the weekend, so it's always in that part of the, the, the schedule where you don't want to wait around on your tickets because they may either not be there for you or the seats you're looking for are going to be gone with a good weekend ahead. And then uh, Louisville in next week, too. So this is a nice 12-game, 13-day homestand uh, where people can come on out and enjoy some, some baseball. We'll go right through the 4th of July weekend next weekend. Country Legends wind-up racer giveaway on Sunday. George Jones, George the Jones. final, the final one. The goat. Yeah, we got George Sunday, and then Reba's in there again next week. So another chance for people to complete the Legends set, and then uh, and then we'll move on to the Mo Patton Racer giveaway. Uh, no, <laughs> that would be the only way that Mo would be racing. racing yeah, yeah, we're, we're going to skip that. That's how, that's how I go. Wind me up, and then just point me in the direction you need me to go. That's right. <laughs> Uh, Jeff, thanks so much for hanging out with us today. We appreciate you, and uh, looking forward to listening in. Uh, tonight and over the weekend again we appreciate you man you bet guys talk to you next week all right jeff him on the parks motor sales hotline the voice of the nashville sounds has his own room in the press box if you walk by his room it just on the the door it just says jeff him he's 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 earned that i agree i'm just saying yeah of course when you when when you work in the front office you you, you, and you're printing the the labels (laughs) i don't know if he is or not but (laughs) (laughs) Hey, 
Rank has its privilege, right? That's right. Got to give a shout out. I, I know this is com- completely random, but um, if I go to a uh, ball game on Sunday, it is my anniversary and Sarah's birthday. Sarah is having a funeral this weekend, she said, for her 30th birthday. <laughs> her youth is, is dead. Has died. It's is over. It's been like on, on my 29th birthday, my family and I went out to eat, and my mom told the the server at Logan's that this was my my last birthday. And the, the little girl was like, oh, my gosh, is there something wrong with him? And he, she's like, no, he's just turning 29, and I'll be darned if I have a 30-year-old son. <laughs> <laughs> so it was my, the so last there, birthday I had. We go, but we go backwards now. There we go. <laughs> oh, so anyway, happy early birthday to Sarah and early anniversary, too. So. Oh, and today is... Somebody's birthday as well, is it not? It's somebody's birthday. No, no, no. It's it's Charlie's four month. Yeah, it's her four month. Uh, whatever. Yeah. Anniversary. Charlie is four months old today. Yes, there she is. Yeah. She is super pumped about it. And Stephanie Roselli, our friend from Morning Point, former coworker Stephanie Roselli, happy birthday to her as well. All right, we are going to take a break. And the rest of the way is pretty much uh, Mo's going to take a break. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> You'll have plenty to talk about with Joe on the uh, next segment. Joe Williams of the Williamson Herald will join us, and uh, but he's going to talk mostly about his time over in Gladeville at the Nashville Super Speedway. So. Stick around on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Barn and Joint. We'll be right back right after this. Thank you for listening to the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast brought to you by Parks Motor Sales. Don't forget to listen each day live 9 to 11 a.m. on WKOM 1017 FM in Columbia. Also visit our website, sm-tnsports.com, for more local sports coverage in Southern Middle Tennessee. 